0: This is the High School Football America podcast for July the 24th, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, and it's got faster speed than huddle sideline. Plus, GameStrat has awesome customer service. They actually pick up the phone, along with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. And right now, GameStrat is offering a discount of up to $200, which means it's cheaper than huddle sideline. Plus, GameStrat is making it risk-free, and that's real important these days because if you make the switch right now and there isn't a 2020 season and there's a shot that that could happen, your money rolls right into 2021. No risk, and you can't beat that. But you do have to act, and you have to act. In the next seven days, July 31st is the deadline. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All right, heading to Northeast Philadelphia, and this uh, gentleman, uh, head coach at Frankfurt High School, has been on the podcast before. His name is Bill Seitzma. He is doing a lot there with the uh, the football program that uh, goes beyond just X's and O's. If you uh, tuned into the podcast last year, uh, you heard about that, and uh, unfortunately, uh, his program has been touched by some violence. Uh, we've got some, some stuff on here that uh, needs to be talked about. Uh, he lost a, a young man 15 years old, uh, player for the pioneers his name angelo walker and uh, coach Seitzma has uh, put together a GoFundMe uh, to support his family as they go through some you know times that nobody even wants to think about he was just riding his bike it was earlier this month and uh, coach is on the line right now uh, prayers obviously and deepest sympathies to, to you coach but we appreciate you coming on here because i think there's some things here that you can bring to light that really need to be talked about yes COVID is tough and all that but there's some reasons where football can can Help out, so welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me back. Sorry, it's under these circumstances. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, uh, I've i say been saying for a while now. Uh, COVID with the uh, COVID, some things uh, some things are more dangerous to our kids than th- than this virus is, and uh, unfortunately, in a city like Philadelphia, what it struggles right now. Uh, violence is uh, is one of those things that far outweighs uh, and is far more dangerous uh, to our kids, our players than this virus is.
0: Yeah. We've been talking to so many uh, coaches in metro areas about that specifically, and we'll dive into that. But let's let's uh, you know honor Angelo a little bit. I, I read some of the stories when this happened. Seemed like a really great kid. I mean, reading, riding his bicycle. I mean, isn't that just something kids are supposed to be able to do? So, can you share with the listeners around the nation a little bit of what happened uh, that night, and then we'll kind of go from there on it.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, Angelo is a 15 year old. He just finished his freshman year of high school. And, you know, it was just around 8 o'clock, still daylight. Uh, Doing what 15 year olds do. He was riding his bike. Uh, He was about 400 feet from his house. Mm. And a shooting broke out, and a bullet found that Angelo, not meant for him. And uh, he died a few hours later. It's just, it's a complete tragedy tragedy when you like i said he's a 15 year old boy uh just passed passed on uh passed from ninth to tenth grade was excited about that getting re- you know getting ready to hopefully have a football season and his wife just uh taken away from him from a bullet uh from a gun just fired uh at, at randomly <sighs> As far as
0: they know it right now. Yeah, Bill Seitzman is the head coach at Frankfurt High School, talking to him about some very tough things. I saw on your Twitter account, and I know I retweeted it. um, You know, this is not in the coach's handbook, right? Just like COVID isn't in in the coach's handbook. But what was it like for you to, you know, work with Angelo's family and, and, and take us back? Again, I know it's hard to relive it, but what were some of the things that you did? Because my point of asking this question, I say this all the time on this podcast is that coaches are more than coaches, especially in this day and age. So that's why I'm kind of asking you so people understand what it is you guys do, which is yeoman work.
1: Yes. uh, Well, I spoke to Angelo's mother uh, that morning. Um, That was one of the hardest conversations I've ever had in my life. Uh, The family is uh, completely distraught. And the, the the one thing, I mean, she really struggled just to get through words, let alone sentences. And um, she just asked me one, if I could uh, handle Obviously there was a a media firestorm. She asked if I could handle that for the family. And, um, and in essence, I mean, the family is, is grieving and need all, they need all the help they can get. Uh, So we did, we did put together a vigil forum and I thank the the school district of Philadelphia, which was completely shut down at the time, really, you know, got the, got all the way up into to the superintendent to, uh, where we could get something together at the stadium to, for the family and for the football team that was grieving. And then, you know, just trying to help the family financially to get, uh, you know angelo's uh, burial taken care of and 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 all the needs met obviously because i mean no family plans mm. uh for their fifteen year old child and he's one of eight eight siblings, the youngest uh, mm. of a very large uh family.
0: Oh. I just it breaks my heart. Angela Walker died earlier this month. Uh, if you go to highschoolfootballamerica.com, we have the uh, GoFundMe link up there. If you can, uh, you know, anything helps. You know, a couple of dollars, it, it all goes to a good cause. Uh, Bill Seitzman is the head coach at Frankfurt High School. You just heard what he had to do. And again, coach, to build on that theme of it's not just, you know, uh, X's and O's, uh, so, so you've got the family, the grieving family, and you also have young men who are looking. To you know, escape as well your your football team. What was the message that that you had to deliver to that? And 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 how's the team doing in in light of losing one of its own?
1: That's 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 the thing, and that I said. I mean, you know, as coaches, as players, we we go by playbooks. We we have conferences, we have clinics, and we're taught and we learn. We learn from each other, and there's there's no playbook for this. There's no there's no clinic there's no guidance and it and it's it just more we had to get into family mode um obviously Angelo's teammates were completely distraught i mean from the moment that it happened i mean uh, they i found out from my players that this had happened i i got a, a text message close to midnight the night that it happened with a a link to just that just said uh 15 year old boy shot and uh uh kid just wrote, Coach, that's Angelo and um you know, we just the quickest thing was the you know, try to, you know, get the counseling that players may need. Uh we got all that together right away the next day for the for the kids and, and the biggest thing was just to be there for them and uh, you know, deal with this as a family. We're still dealing we're still dealing with this. As a family, we are still trying to get through this. And I mean, we will work hard every day to, to get through this and get these players whatever they need.
0: His name, Angela Walker, 15 years old, uh, going to be a sophomore on the Frankfurt Pioneers. Bill Seitzman is his head coach. And, and Coach, unfortunately, this is not a, a, a one-incident thing. When we were on last year, you talked about the gun violence in the community and all that. And I know that you know this is something that hits very close to home for you as far as trying to figure out how to help these young men. And I think one of the things that's not being talked about, and, again, I'm going to preface this by saying uh, – You and I both believe that COVID-19 is something that needs to be dealt with safely and all those other things. But without football... Um, these young men don't really have that family you're talking about. And and I, I was wondering if you could just spend a, a couple of minutes talking about the importance of having these young men, uh, not that this may have been prevented by that or not, but having them together under your purview and under the structure of football and how that really works, because I, I think that message is getting lost, especially in the metro areas around America.
1: Absolutely. So, like I said, I, I definitely we... As coaches, we, we all understand the risk and we understand that we are dealing with a serious virus that, that is new, that, uh, medical professionals, this is new to them. This is new to science. and We, we definitely understand all of that. And we're not even saying, I'm not even saying, you know, let's go play football games or whatever. However, mm-hmm. I think where the problem was we shut everything down. We sent everybody into their homes, and we really didn't give the kids a resource. and that's fine for an adult, but for like for say, a fifteen year old boy, you're not going to shut a fifteen year old boy down months at a time. Mm-hmm. And you know, once school was, you know, we did the last few months of school online, and then we really didn't plan for when that was over what what do we have for these kids especially in the in the inner cities like what do what do we have for these kids with everything shut down and unfortunately if we don't have things for them you know they're gonna do that like angel just rode his bike out onto the street i mean i do i do constructive things with my team that are not even football related like uh Last year, we played uh, video games in the locker room, uh, board games. There are things that can be done safely uh, for kids, and, and and still protect the vulnerable. Why this virus is still making its way across the the nation? However, the the the, the powers that be, our elected officials, leaders, they need to allow people like us who can help these kids who can keep get them safe who can keep them safe they need us they need to allow us to do that and unfortunately they ha- they have not let us do that when they start shutting things down mm
0: mm-hmm. yeah Bill Seitzman on the line, Frankfurt's head coach, and lost a, a player earlier this month to uh, gun violence. Uh, Angela Walker is his name. Uh, Fifteen years old, just riding his bike, as you heard. And uh, the, I'm not going to bog down this interview, but folks go back and you'll see it also on highschoolfootballamerica.com, the interview from last year where coach talks about some of the things he's doing. And I, I know at this point you are now back to practicing, but um, what I really wanted to focus on here is to try and get you guys some help because you have a second. And GoFundMe page. One is for obviously Angelo and and his burial and some of the expenses associated with that. But you also try to raise money to to do something with the kids that you're talking about there. So let's talk a little bit about that GoFundMe uh, so people know what it is and 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 see if they can you know reach in and and figure out how to help you guys.
1: So yeah, it's uh it's it's been a two year project. Like I said, we've been at Frankfurt. Um, like I said, we're. uh in the heart of the inner city, uh, so we struggle with a lot of things. So we've had an ongoing uh, process of rehabbing our locker room to turn it into a safe place for these kids to go. We did complete a phase. We, you know, we got it carpeted. We got some furniture, some TVs in there, and uh, you know, games with the first round of funding that came in. But this is an ongoing, an ongoing project. We wanted turn this in uh, into a place like you see uh, that athletes go to professional athletes, college athletes, their, their home, where they're safe, where they're safest is, is in their locker room. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to make our locker room that same exact place, a safe place. Where kids can go to feel safe, be safe, be a kid, obviously uh, with football. But uh, like I said, t- we turned it into something different where, you can come there anytime uh, play play video games board games just hang out with your friends you're not in the streets it's a secure location you can you know you can be a kid and just hang out have fun and most importantly you're safe yeah. from the streets and everything that's going on outside of the gates of our
0: stadium coach what's the what's the size of your program how how many kids do you estimate uh have have come out for football as a result of your philosophy and your coaching staff's philosophy to to get those kids off of the street is it a growing program that since you've been there and 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 letting kids know that they're loved and there is a way to have a safe haven
1: Yes, we are, we are a growing program between, so we are from ninth to twelfth grade. We have a JV and a varsity football team between the two pro- programs. The last couple of years, we have had anywhere between 70 to 85 players nice. in the entire football program
0: that's nice that that is nice and that makes it I mean that's that's 75 80 lives out there that are that are getting something that they don't get by you know and I'm not saying this is not a disrespectful comment but just you know hanging out right I mean there's there's structure to football and that's what makes the sport so great Bill Seitzman is on the line he is the uh, head coach at Frankfurt and as you said as you guys evolve through this come through it still grieving and all that you are back to football now at this point so tell me a little bit about that um, you know do you, do you have? Some some kids that you, you, you kind of can see and you got to go in there and do a little bit more than just coaching X's and O's. So what's the practice been like so far?
1: So we are, you know, we've had some great competitions. Uh, we have a uh, two sophomore quarterbacks that look really good. They're battling it out on the, uh, on the field. Uh, our offensive coordinator, Tim DeGiorgio's was doing a, a great job, especially in the, uh, during the off season, uh, during the downtime, you know, Keeping keeping the offensive players educated, you know, on the system, uh the new players. So when we are given a green light, we hit that field running. So we're given we're not given a total green light, but that <laughs> light uh, that light's leading yellows towards greenish, where we can do some things on the field. And I'm really I really like what I see uh coming from the players. And that, and that's the thing with these with kids, man. When you have, when you give them something to do, they're going to do it to the best of their ability and they're going to shine yeah. and that's what we need to do just let them shine
0: it's all about the kids uh, Bill Seitzman on the line the uh, Frankfurt high school team in northeast Philadelphia um, morning but uh, you know unfortunately as the saying goes life goes on PIAA has said that uh, it expects the season to start on time of course that has a lot of other factors with it so that means you that green light could come on August 10th for you guys and, and you've done this with me before so you know what I'm all about right Right. kids coaches schools and communities and uh, you say you got a couple of young quarterbacks there but let's let's get the kids smiling here that listen to this uh you tell us some of the names some of the kids that you're expecting leadership from that you're seeing leadership from whether it's on the field off the sure. field in the classroom etc
1: well uh, we're we're returning uh we're returning four out of five of our starting offense alive and i got a senior uh guard james carroll you know you know he's an all public player he's going to be he's going to be the anchor and lead lead that line because we will be young in the backfield but very talented in the in the backfield uh right now i have a uh, matt pellegrino and uh, anthony torres jr one of them are going to win out that quarterback uh uh position in it and um So I'm really excited about that. Uh, We have a young, talented running back, uh, Koye Simmons-Green, who we're definitely looking to get some uh, carries in. Uh, Defensively, you know, we got some uh, new faces, um, but uh, Coach Brockington uh, uh, brings a lot of energy. So I have no doubt that that these players are going to be prepared, ready to go. We just we're just waiting on that green light. Well, when we have that green light, Frankfurt football, we're going to be there. We're 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 going to, you know, we're hurting. We're in pain. But when we're on the football field, we're about our business and our and our our coaches, our players. They they're going to get down the business. I, I have no doubt about that. That's a. It's been a Frankfurt tradition for over a hundred years, and we're going to keep that tradition going. When we hit that field, we're going to be ready.
0: And no doubt that uh, the name Angelo Walker will be on uh, everybody's mind throughout the season when that season starts. Uh, Bill Seitzman one of the things that uh, we talked about last year, and I'm going to have you kind of be the ambassador for uh, the Philadelphia, you know, school district there, the the public uh, league teams that because uh, uh, it's not just you doing these 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 great things, right, and, and keeping kids out of tr- trouble and, and and trying to give him some structure tell me a little bit about the um the, the the coaching profession there in the city and some of the other gentlemen that uh you that should get a little bit of a salute too. you're here unfortunately because of a bad situation but i'd love to get some of the other names and schools in there if you don't mind talking yeah, about that a little bit
1: absolutely. I, I really i really want to i really want to salute uh uh former Tech head coach uh nick lincoln who's actually now Moved on is going to be the quarterback coach at uh, Valle University. You know, Nick and I have uh, faced off against each other. He always had a great program, and uh, you know he's really he's really stepped up with, and uh, and uh, really passionate about the uh, same issues going on in the city. And uh, Nick uh, started a program. It's called Beyond the Field. Mm-hmm. And beyond what beyond the field is is high school football players and high school football coaches we come together this started during the pandemic we meet weekly we meet weekly and we dis- and we discuss the issues that are really affecting these kids obviously the violence being the number one issue and to really give these kids a say in 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 solving the problem, like uh, uh, you know, the problem's been an ongoing problem. It certainly hasn't been been solved, and it's really affecting them the most. And I, I really admire uh, Coach Lincoln for uh, for really stepping up and uh, getting these uh, kids. And these are great kids. You know, they're they're rivals. They uh, they play on different teams, but they're part of this team beyond the field. They're putting their heads together. We, you know, we had our first press conference uh, two days ago down at City Hall. You know, covered by the local media. So I mean, they're bringing positive attention to a problem that needs to change. And these these kids are going to be the change. They're they are going to mentor, you know, our youth programs that are in the area, and we have a lot of them. Philadelphia is a football city, and we have a lot of football players. So, it, and it, one, one of the biggest things we came to is like, at, at some point in your life, at a young age, you have a choice. You have a choice. You're either going to go in one direction or not, and it's it's all about who's mentoring you, who you're looking up to. So, our football players, our high school football players, those they're going to be the guys that these kids look up to. And we are going to make sure the road they choose is the right road. And it doesn't even have to be necessarily football, sports. It's just the mentor. Every life, they matter. Okay? Every one of these kids, they matter. We're not going to lose them to the streets. We're not going to lose this war. We're going to win this war. We're going to win it with our our players. And uh, like I said, uh, Coach Lincoln's a big part of that. I also really want to Thank, uh, Coach Pat Montgomery from Boys Latin is another one who really echoes the same message of uh, you know defeating defeating this war on violence. We're we're going to win the war. I when I see kids like that, dedicated coaches like that, and the whole league is full of them. I, I'm really proud of it, and I'm confident that we're going to we're going to win this thing, and uh, we'll win it for Angelo. And every life that's been senselessly lost, we're going to win this.
0: Uh, we thank you for what you do. And I just wanted to wrap up with uh, talking about Angelo. And Angelo, you know, his life being cut short at 15 while riding a bike. It's it's beyond comprehension to most people. But I, I was just curious about this. Like you said, it's been so tough talking to the parents, talking to the kids, you know, beginning the healing process and moving forward. What has not only Angelo's tragic death taught you about yourself, but, you know, all of the things that you've been going through through the years, I mean, there's probably some people out there going, well, why do it? I mean, there's, the, there's that ignorance, <laughs> unfortunately, in, in some people, and, and, and you guys don't make any money. I mean, if you broke it down per hour, it's penny, it's probably <laughs> pennies per hour, what, what, but, but the, the, the senseless loss of Angelo and some of the other things you've seen, what has what that done to you, and how has it changed you as a person, improved you as a person, etc.
1: Jeff, uh, one thing is coaches, and and every coach worth anything. We always, uh, you know, we we uh, we measure ourselves on wins and losses. That's how that's Mm -hmm. how we do it. That's how we're defined. That's how we're remembered. We define ourselves on wins and losses. And the one thing that I've really learned, especially going through these, uh, going through these, uh, Angelo is uh, unfortunately not the first player I've lost. I've, I've redefined what a win is and and it's okay for a coach to do that. Mm-hmm. You can redefine what a win is for you and for your program may not necessarily be that win on the football field, but getting your players in, you know, off of the streets for a game night, that's a win, getting your players into a classroom when they're usually cutting, that's a win. Getting your players in the study hall, getting your players in the college, those are wins. They may not be wins on paper, but those are wins that build your program, and those are wins that you will be remembered by. That's the biggest thing that I have learned since uh, coming into Philadelphia and uh, coaching at Frankfort High School. We have to, you have to redefine exactly what a win is because that's what we place our importance on, winning. Yep. So make sure as a coach, and if you're a new coach starting out, you define for yourself what is a win.
0: And as I've said to uh, everybody who's wanted to listen over the last 10 years, to me, uh, folks, just keep replaying what Coach Seitzma just said there. Uh, for anybody that wants to yell at a coach because they didn't like a play call or something, it goes way, way beyond that. And there are tens of thousands of Bill Seitzmas out there doing this, again, for a little money, it's for the kids, and and Coach, again, our deepest sympathies. And I just really appreciate you taking the time and, and talking about this because I think there is there are so many med- messages you just put out there that are important uh, for people to listen to, but more importantly, it's the kids that you're saving. So thank you for doing what you do.
1: Uh, Thank you for having me, Jeff. I appreciate it, man.
0: Again, please go to highschoolfootballamerica.com, check out the story, and uh, donate to the Angelo Walker uh, GoFundMe campaign, or uh, why not do both and help out the uh, Frankfurt football team, Bill Seitzman, doing wonderful work there in the city of Northeast Philadelphia. And again, our prayers, hearts, and wishes of of, of healing go out to uh, Angelo Walker's family. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by the great new app, Small Player Big Play, an age-appropriate sports-focused social media platform designed to showcase and connect the young athletes and their friends, the parents, and the coaches all coming together in one spot. On Small Player Big Play, young athletes have the ability to utilize the app and share interests and accomplishments in this safe and highly secure social media environment. It features live streaming with game day highlights and and I love this part, lucrative fundraising opportunities for your school and your team. Download the Small Player Big Play app on Google Play and from the Apple App Store. That's today's High School Football America podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher.